You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. The conversation you're about to tune into is between myself and Danny Kay from the outfit Amigo the Devil. Now, the reason for the conversation is to promote the brand new album from Amigo the Devil, Everything is Fine. So let's have a listen to what Danny has to say. Here we go. Can you hear me? I lost you a bit ago. No, that's all right. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, no worries. Oh, that, okay. you're on... No worries at all, mate. Gosh, we're, how, how many thousands of kilometres separate us? So th- these are things that happen. No dramas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the last thing I heard was that there were a couple of artists and then it cut out. Yeah, there's a couple of artists that uh, your music reminded me of. So bear with me for a moment and I'll, I'll go through a bit of a list here. The first one and the most prominent one that came up was a white-knuckle version of R.E.M. Now, I don't know whether you've heard that before, but your voice, to me, has Michael Stipe qualities about it. Now, if it was put through... A bit of a filter because there's a bunch of things going on so there's some some ragtime infused melodies there but the other thing i heard was some eastern european style sto- storytelling now my wife's half croatian so i've listened to a bit of that music in the uh, last t- 10 or 12 years however long we've been going we've been together married but um that's my take on things but for those listening to this because i want to release this as a podcast episode if that's okay and they're wondering what your music sounds Absolutely. like how how would you describe it well, I've definitely heard a, a variety of descriptions. I'm kind of excited about the, the REM reference because I'm a fan. Cool. And uh, the Eastern European aspect, I'd say, that is something I grew up with because my, my father is Greek and he lives in Greece. Hmm. So even though it's a little further down, you know, he listened to the whole span of the region and, and a lot of that influence, I'm sure, kind of, yeah. Linked its way into the music on its own. Um, besides that, I think that the I'm a very inconsistent person. Very, <laughs> I change my opinions and my interests a lot, very, very frequently. Yeah. So, as I was growing up and kind of discovering new genres of music, I jump from ship to ship to ship and and dive deep into whatever genre was the yeah. You know, the genre of the month per se. So uh, through that and and through that exploration and through the years, I think I've absolutely just picked up, borrowed, stolen, whatever you want to consider it, bits and pieces of, of all, all genres across the board, um, which this is the first record I've actually been able to emphasize those, those specific influences on, Okay. Yeah. I guess it's yeah, the collection. Yeah. Well, there you go. Compilation of genres. Yeah, and I think it's actually worked to your advantage to um, draw a lot of different influences in there. And I'm really glad that you you picked up on the, you you give me feedback there about the Greek influence there because yeah, I can definitely hear that too. There's a lot of Greek people in Australia, so we do hear that music quite a bit, quite a bit. And I think it gives it a color. It gives your music a color that nobody else is doing. Well, that makes me happy to hear. Thank you. Hmm. I've always wanted to get a nice little bazooki and throw it in there, but still haven't <laughs> managed to snag one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, the other thing about you is I, what I like to do is when I'm given an opportunity to chat to an artist, I go online and I have a look at the comments on social media. Now, you can imagine what comes up. Yours was a bit different again because you've got a bit of a hardcore following and the comments on social media, they're largely positive. Now, two of the things that I read that really stood out, you've had a marriage proposal on YouTube. I don't know whether you've seen that. 
And someone said that hungover in Jonestown, there was a live recording. Someone recorded it with an iPhone or an Android device. Someone said that hungover in Jonestown had changed their life forever. But it's not always like that, is it? A lot of artists get pillared on, on social media. But what is it that, what do you think it is that inspires such a positive fan response? I haven't wanted to, to curse it because I do feel very fortunate for that. I've, you know, I always dread the, the day where the opposite is true. <laughs> but it's, it's been, um, we've always tried to stay close to the fans and we've always tried to remain somewhat connected in terms of, you know, at the shows, for example, I, I really love meeting who's listening to the music and I, I really enjoy connecting with them and kind of figuring out, okay, where, where do we stand? Which plane do we stand on that is, is the same? Where, where do we see eye to eye? What are we both getting out of this music per se? And um, I'm not sure if that's the correct answer. That's just my assumption where we've, it's, it's almost been like a little family hmm. and it's turned into this small little group of, uh, of friends and whether it's direct or not, it feels very familiar. And I'm just very grateful that everyone's been very good to us. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So you got, oh, oh, the other thing I was doing, I stumbled over a quite, quite a good video. Actually, it was, it was a very, uh, informative video and it gave me a lot of insight as to you as, as an artist and specifically as a musician you were talking about why you picked uh, valentine studios to do some recording in mm. so tell us about tell us about that episode there because i think you mentioned in that that bing crosby used to use it yeah they used to do voiceovers for uh like the kermit voiceovers were all done there with mm -hmm. and uh a lot of other incredible artists around that era were there. And one of the aspects of it that I loved was that there was a purity to music back then where, you know, you had to be a great player. You had to do it correctly and you had to be emotive and you, you couldn't fake it and you couldn't do anything other than essentially try to emulate perfection as, uh, as efficiently as possible because it was an expensive process and it wasn't, editing and cutting and there weren't all these incredible cheats that we have now hmm. they give us access to just an ease of of playing like everyone can be a better player now because of it as opposed to actually having talent and being in that studio it felt wrong to implement any of those cheats so they kind of forced us to step back and figure out how are we going to record this record as purely and honestly as possible which in turn captures the truth and the emotion behind it naturally essentially so you're not trying to infuse reality and honesty into the music you're just using the music as a means to draw honesty into the record mm. and that was that was my hope those were my aspirations at least i don't whether it works or not is a different story but that's no, That's you, how I planned it. Yeah, you <laughs> nailed it. No, it's fine. You nailed it. Yeah, because it's. <laughs> Thank you. It was. Um, I've got Chris sent me three tracks which I've put onto um, on on my media device here, and I've been listening to them. I listened to them last night uh, before I went to bed. I listened to them as I was going to sleep, and it's it's six o'clock in the morning here. So I list. I when I woke up, I just went to see what the dog was doing, and I had them on in the background as I was playing it there. And one of the things I love being able to hear, and I hate the way artists do this. 
other artists, not you, you haven't done this, but I love being able to hear your fingers slide up and down the strings on an acoustic guitar because it's real, it's raw. When artists don't do that, there's the, the, it sort of lacks an authenticity. You're thinking, are you actually playing that or have you cut and spliced that together on Pro Tools or whatever other door is out there? But I'm so glad to hear that you're inspired by the authenticity of the studio to create very authentic sounds that you're able to just put on a reel or put on a on, on the tape or whatever it might have been and give it to people as it is because it's it's very authentic stuff and I think it's really going to endear yourself to a wider audience. Well, I appreciate that and it's good to hear that because it was I was nervous about it. Hmm. There are flaws on the record. It is a very imperfect record in a lot of aspects. Hmm. Yeah, it's I, human. I know that there's certain parts of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope that's what I was hoping. Yeah, it's um. It goes against a lot of the principles that people used to record now. And, uh, you know, that's always scary to kind of try to do something that, that people aren't so familiar with anymore. And uh, we've gotten a few comments where it's it's a quiet record, for example, where it doesn't have the digital boost that other records have to just blast it through speakers and all that. And yep. That's because we did everything straight to tape. Everything was, was analog. Everything was yeah. real. And we didn't want to destroy it with that, that digital boom simply to have a volume boost on there. Um, but that takes some adjustment to And some people just really love their, their records to be as loud as possible. You know, it's, it's not a fault of anybody. It's just preference at this point. I think, I think it depends on the... I think your music... I'm going to go out on a limb here, but this is how I feel about it. Okay, I think you have to have a fair degree of emotional intelligence to understand what you're doing, and a lot of people don't have that. Okay, so uh, it's, not, it's I'm definitely not saying you're going to find a limited audience, but I think you're going to find an audience that are really going to enjoy what it is that you do. And I think we've already, as I've already mentioned, I think we've seen that by some of the responses that you're seeing on social media. So just keep on doing what you're doing, mate. God, believe me, I'm not, not trying to give you advice or anything like that, but I just I hope an artist like yourself just stand within your own truth and keep plowing away in the field that you are, because you're going to find an audience and they're going to find your music very important to them. Bit bit like what a, a jazz artist does. Well, that uh, does mean a lot to me, so thank you. And I promise that we're going to keep trying to do exactly what it is we're doing because it's what makes sense to me. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, what about um, you can definitely play the guitar. I can tell that you've got a really nice strumming cadence going on there. Is the type of guitar you use, is it important, or are you one of those fellas that can just seem to pick up any old guitar and make it sound like you? I'm fairly useless with gear. I don't have a very technical spectrum. Uh, yeah, my my knowledge isn't too great with gear. So uh, for me, I rely more on the playing than the instrument itself. Yep. And I'm sure there are guitars that would sound better or worse. I just don't know which ones. So I try to implement as much of myself into the playing instead of relying on the actual gear. Yeah. Um, I don't have a specific guitar that I prefer, so yeah, it's kind yeah. of a weird one. I always feel useless when I'm talking to people that do know, <laughs> and I feel really <laughs> dumb, but it is what it is. Yeah, no, look, it's it's heartening to hear as well, yeah, because... Um... I get. I, I sort of. I wouldn't say I straddle both worlds. I'm definitely more more toward what you're talking about. There, I'm a musician and I play 
bass guitar and guitar, but my primary instrument is bass guitar. But um, yeah, I tend to find that as long as as long as the action on a bass isn't too high, I can pretty much make it sound like me just by twiddling the knobs a little bit and just getting to sound the way that I want it to sound. But um, yeah, you know, yeah, it's um, what about your inspirations though, and inspirations to start doing what it is that you were doing? Was there was there a moment in time where you thought, yeah, this is why I want to do this, and this is the reason I want to do it? There's a few of them. Uh, I think the most vivid one for me is well before I had ever started listening to what I'm just lack of a better term, just just country, Western America, and all that. The root stuff. Um, I was at uh, I was at a bar, and there was somebody playing a John Prine song. I, I had never heard John Prine before, but he was covering a song called Sam Stone. And something about it just it drew me to the song. And then I heard the chorus and the chorus to this day still has one of the darkest sets of lyrics I've ever heard, which is uh, there's a hole in daddy's arm where all the money goes. Jesus Christ died for nothing, I suppose. And, and I never realized that acoustic music and storytelling could be so grim. I didn't, I didn't know that because I didn't grow up with it. Mm-hmm. So it became an obsession and I had to start digging and I really fell in love with storytelling more than a style of music. And I Mm. think that was something that shifted my entire attention to the types of music that I listened to, to the types of music that I enjoyed. And it's funny how one moment can do that. And it wasn't even John Prine. It was just a gentleman at a bar playing a cover set, Mm. you know? Yeah. Yep, and he, and he has no idea that he changed my life. Oh, great story! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's great. That just goes. Inspiration comes from anywhere and everywhere, doesn't it? You don't have to be looking for it. It's best to just sort of let it come to you. Yeah, you know. Mate, I'll, I'll make this one. Fair. I better make this one my last question. I think you've got a few more interviews coming up. But um, what about us here in Australia? Have Have you received a lot of comments and emails and direct messages from fans? We have, and uh, we, we also have quite a few friends, mostly in Melbourne, kind of concentrated out there, but a lot of friends come to visit and then, you know, take it back with them and try to spread it to friends and all that. So I think there's been a whole little group of people that we just need to go visit. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> uh, beyond that, I, I know that we've had... We've had very, very kind comments and very kind messages from out there and requests to go play. So mm. hopefully that is something that continues to spread because I, I'd love to spend a lot of time out there. Oh, I think you'd, I think you'd really enjoy it here. Yeah, I think, I think if you could... Uh... I've never met anyone from there that I don't like, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think your music's tailor-made for us, really. It's, um, especially because, of course, we're going into uh, the summer months, the hotter months. Yours is music that is going to go really well with a lot of backyard barbecues as much as it will with somebody who just wants to find a, uh, you know, a piece of time for themselves, an hour for themselves, and just sit down and chill out and listen to it. It's very versatile music you've got here, and it's very suited to us. Yeah, well, I hope to be at some of those barbecues then. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm accepting invites. For sure, mate. <laughs> no worries. Well, yeah. well, um, I'll definitely be in the audience when you come down. So uh, congratulations on the excellent Thank music you. you've been making and good luck with everything in the future. 
Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. No worries, mate. All the best. Cheers. Cheers. Catch you. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that conversation featured Danny from the outfit Amigo the Devil. Thank you so much for listening.